Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what is up, thinkers? Welcome back to another episode of the Filter Through Brain Cell podcast. Kathy Gibbons here. So let's start off with a quick review of a fallacy we covered earlier this season, the fallacy of misleading vividness. And then I'm going to get into a new ad hominem fallacy. Okay, so the fallacy of misleading vividness occurs when someone shares a small number of really dramatic events that happened, and those events are made to seem like they're way more common than they really are. They make, they make them seem like they're way more likely to happen or way more important than they really are. And it kind of seems like you start to see or think that those events are a common occurrence when they're actually not. So the question to ask yourself, if you think you're facing a fallacy of misleading vividness, is really simple. Is it really true that this event is much more likely to happen again? So if you want to review or learn about this, the fallacy of misleading vividness, go back and check out episode number 80. So I know this is the time of year that a lot of people are thinking about next school year, and you may be one of the families who are considering homeschooling. If you're planning on or even thinking about homeschooling your teen, you will not want to miss the upcoming Purpose Pursuit Teen Homeschool Edition Conference. Um, I am excited to be speaking at this free three-day virtual conference coming up on April 25 through 27. You will get to hear from more than 15 expert speakers all from the comfort of your own home, giving you and your teen the info and the skills needed to prepare for high school, college, career pathways, life skills, and more. You will come away with some of the latest resources to equip your teen for the future. So register now. Again, this is a free event, but they do have an option that you can purchase the all access pass. And if you want to get $10 off of that, just use the code THINK10 and you can get that pass uh, for $10 off. So join us April 25 through 27. And the way that you sign up is go to wellspentsolutions.com forward slash homeschool. And definitely check the show notes to get that link. I'll put that there. Okay, guys. So in the last episode, I told you about the circumstantial ad ad hominem fallacy. And I thought I'd give you another ad hominem fallacy today. The inconsistency ad hominem. (laughs) I know it feels like it's getting confusing. Don't worry, you will get this. It will make sense, I promise. And if you need to, you can print off my ebook. Go to the website, you can print off my ebook, or actually go to the show notes, you'll see the link. Print off the ebook to help you review these fallacies because I know it gets to be a lot. It does. So, anyways, the inconsistency ad hominem fallacy happens when someone's claim is attacked because the person making the claim is inconsistent. Now, if it were me naming this fallacy, I would call it an appeal to inconsistency. But it's not up to me. So we're going to go with the common name of the inconsistency ad hominem because what this fallacy is doing is attacking the person rather than the argument. And that's what an ad hominem does. So let me give you an example. Let's say Aubrey is trying to teach her younger brother, Asher, how to clean the kitchen. He says, how can you teach me how to clean the kitchen when your room is a mess? Okay, so maybe Aubrey's room is a mess, but does that mean she can't teach him how to clean the kitchen? No, it doesn't. It shows she has an inconsistency, but it doesn't mean he can't learn how to clean the kitchen from her. 
Here's another example. Don't listen to Governor Knapp when she tries to defend the Second Amendment. She used to be a notorious gun hater. Okay, do you see the fallacy there? Rather than addressing the governor's Second Amendment arguments, they're dismissing her completely because she used to hate guns. And maybe that's true. Maybe she did. But that doesn't mean her argument is necessarily bad. You actually have to judge the argument for itself. Besides, she could have changed her mind, right? So I want you to notice that the inconsistency can look two different ways. It can be between what the person is saying or doing or the inconsistency could be between what the person is saying and doing now versus what they were saying and doing before. And the reason this fallacy works so well on people is that in most circumstances, inconsistency is seen as being a bad thing. It's a negative trait. People who try to discredit someone because of a real or perceived inconsistency are just trying to make them seem untrustworthy and not credible and therefore not to be listened to. And maybe that's true, but just because someone may be lacking credibility in an area doesn't mean their argument is bad, right? The problem with the thinking in this fallacy is pretty straightforward. As with all ad hominem attacks, they're attacking the person rather than the argument itself. In this case, they're pointing out a real or perceived inconsistency, and they're saying that because they have an inconsistency in their life, they are therefore untrustworthy, and therefore their argument is automatically invalid. But is that really true? You have to look at the argument for what it is and judge it for its own merits separate from the inconsistency of the person making the argument. Honestly, it is not easy to do, which is why this fallacy is a very easy one to commit. Okay, so let me give you another example. Another example of this fallacy happens when people say that the Bible can't be true or God can't be real because Christians mess up all the time. Or they'll say Christianity is invalid because I know Christians who are total hypocrites. So the problem here is you can't judge the claims of Christianity solely based on the actions or the inconsistency of some of the followers. You have to look at the actual claims of Christianity and judge them for themselves. I've heard this analogy before. Let's say you have a favorite band. Um, I don't know. We're going to just go with the Beatles, okay? (laughs) You like the Beatles. And you go to a concert where there's a cover band playing Beatles songs, and they're terrible. (laughs) They play the songs really badly. Now, in this situation, who do you blame? Do you blame the Beatles for having terrible music? Or do you blame the cover band for playing the music terribly? Of course, you're going to blame the cover band for playing the songs badly. The originals were great. And that kind of sums up the inconsistency ad hominem and why you have to look a little bit further and kind of ask some questions. So the question to ask yourself when you're facing an inconsistent inconsistency ad hominem is this, does that inconsistency mean their argument isn't valid? Let me say it again. Does that inconsistency mean their argument isn't valid? All right, guys, that's it for today. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughbraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughbraincell. 
And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughbraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.